explained that to my husband. He said, well, you are a little extreme. Oh. Mm. And, um, you know, he said, no one, we don't understand that you're praying through the fourth watch and the second watch and you're, you're doing all these things. And, and, and again, they're, they're not walking with the Lord. So I said, I'll continue to be extreme yeah. if that's what I am, but I'm not going to change who I am. And it's going to get deeper. So um, I Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. When she said that, the Holy Spirit rose up in me. And uh, just like a, it was like a holy anger that God gives so many people chances to walk with him, and yet they seem to want to turn their back on, on God. And even in our family, our family members know that we serve God, know that there's a God, but yet the enemy uses them and, and, and they come and, they, and they'll sit and hear the word of the Lord but yet they'll go back to the mess that they were doing and they don't want to, they don't want to receive Christ and they think it's a game but the, uh, this message is, not, is, is a warning from God you cannot play with God right now this is not a time so if you can't see the board move over here to where you can see because uh, I'm going to put the scriptures up here I got these are pictures of rats fleeing the basement amen how many know that when you got rats you got pestilence the Bible says, give no place to the devil. Psalm says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Now, we've been talking about for the last eight weeks, chopping down the tree of rejection. And we chopped that tree down and we dealt with the roots of rejection. But the foundation, your spiritual foundation is so important. And that has to deal with curses and has to deal with your spiritual foundation. But if that foundation is destroyed or demons get into your foundation, it will destroy it. Demons like dark, hidden places in our lives and in our families. And, and even rats and, and roaches, they like to be behind the walls inside the structure to where you can't see them. Do you know a mouse or a rat, they will chew through the foundation. They will chew through cement to get into your house. Yeah, they, they, they'll do anything they can to get inside where it's warm, where there's some food, where there's a, there's a place of darkness. And demons are the same way. Demons come... Where there is no word. And so when there's word in the house, people get upset if they're not serving God. When you bring a light and turn that light on and start speaking the word, those that are not serving God, they get upset at you. And when you start to step out on God to do something for God, the devil's going to hit them because they're the weakest link. But when your foundation is strong, then you can stand for them that are without. Uh, John 8.37 says, I know, they said, Jesus told them, I know that you're Abraham's seed. But you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I want to encourage you. You loved ones don't have no word in them. And they seek to kill you, put you down, shut you up, back you down. It's because there's no word. Jesus said, because my word has no place in you. Jesus told the disciples, he said, Satan comes to seek me, but he has no place in me. Right. We as ministers have to make sure that there's no place where the enemy can enter into our life. Because if there's a place to enter in, then when you go on assignment, he starts hitting you or hitting everything else and everybody else around you. He just messes you up. Now, understand that Jesus gave the devil an eviction notice. And we are God's deputized deputies to enforce 
the eviction notice. You see, millions of people are losing their homes right now, and the sheriff said, I can't do anything about it. I feel sorry, but the notice is written, and all I have to do is obey uh, the notice. Amen? All I have to do is obey it. The eviction judgment has been served. Psalms 149 verse 6 says, Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. To execute vengeance upon the heathen. What are heathen? Demons. And punishments upon the people. To bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. To execute. We are to execute upon them, heathen, demons, the judgment has been written. Jesus wrote the judgment on him. He bruised Satan's head, took the keys to death, hell, and the grave, and said, it's finished, it's over, you're defeated, and your demons are defeated. And so this is the honor of all the saints of God is to bind the enemy. Now, just because you bind their kings with chains and nobles with fetters of iron don't mean that they're going to try to break those chains and those fetters. Because Psalm says, why do the heathen rage? Why do you imagine of anything? Let us break asunder their bands of uh, bands asunder. Let us break asunder. So when you bind the devil in your family, just notice they're going to try to break free again. They're going to try to break free again. They're going to try to get free again. But you got to continue to bind them. Continue to deal with them. Yeah, continually to be a light in it. And it's amazing that people in your family know you say, and they act like a fool, but they, they, they come up on the side of you and say, would you pray for me? Would you pray for me? And sometimes that elder ain't got, no, I ain't praying for you. Let the devil beat you some more. <laughs> sometimes you get, to be honest, you get tired. You get tired. You know, I got to pray for you and pray for you, and you keep doing the same thing over and over. No, let the devil just beat you until you finally turn around. Now, he came in and want to give a testimony, but didn't run out the door. See, that's how the devil does. He, 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 you know, oh, he's coming back now. Yeah, I'll get him back in here because he needs to hear this word because the word is going to set him free. Amen. Amen? Pestilence, when, there's a, when, there's, when their structure is messed up, the enemy or pestilence will eat your provision. They will eat your blessings. Drugs, alcohol, playing the lottery, idolatry, take away your heart from serving God. Brother, if you can stay, I would stay and get delivered. Amen? Amen. Sit right up here in front with me. Hallelujah. He want to get delivered now. Praise God. So let's get him delivered this morning. Jesus, Jesus didn't stop. Jesus didn't say, wait a minute, go in the back room. I'm going to pray for you while, while, while I mess up my message. See? Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. You ready to really, 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 really deal with the roots in your yes. life? You know what the roots are. I don't know what the roots are. You know back in your childhood what happened mm. to you that caused you to turn to alcohol. Yeah. Some, yeah, you know, you know what it is. Yeah, I know what it is. You know what it is. So we need to say, Lord, we need to pray this prayer. Say, Jesus. Yes. I repent, I repent of my sins. Of my sins. I ask you. I ask you to help me. To help me get free. Get free from these demons. From these demons that have bound my life. They have bound my life. I forgive those. I forgive those that that have hurt me. That I care me. I choose to forgive them. I choose for them. I choose to forgive myself. I choose for myself. Satan. Satan, you have no more place in me. You have more, no more place in me. I, I refuse you. I refuse you. I resist you. I resist you. And you have to flee. And you have to flee. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I confess Jesus as Lord and Savior. I, Jesus, Lord and Savior. 
I am his son. I'm his son. I am no longer defeated. I'm no longer defeated. I will be free. I will be free. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come into my heart now. Come to my heart now. And live your life through me. And live, live your life through me. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. I'm going to pray for you. Give me some oil. I want you all to pray with me. He's dealing with the crown of Ephraim, which is a stronghold, a strong man of alcohol. And it's nothing that God can't break. God delivered me from alcohol. God delivered from me from alcohol. Delivered me from cigarettes and drugs. and drugs. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You just receive now. I'm going to pray. In the name of Jesus, we bind the strong man. We take authority over you devils. You will leave this body. You will leave his life in Jesus' name. You spirits of alcohol, DTs, getting drunk, hangover, cursing, profanity, pride, rebellion, stubbornness. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We command you to lose his mind. Father, I take authority over this mental illness spirit, this schizophrenic spirit. You demons that have been controlling his thought process, controlling his mind. We command you to come out now in the name of Jesus. We're not asking you. We command you in the name of Jesus. Come off him. Angels go in there with axes dipped in the blood of Jesus and deliver him from this bondage in the name of Jesus. We free his mind from, this, from the, uh, the demons that cause him to go back to alcohol. Demons that cause him to rebel. Demons that cause him to get into trouble. Believe that the spirit of uh, uh, irresponsibility, not taking responsibility for his own life. Anger and lashing out at everybody else, but Lord not re receiving his own deliverance. So Father, I pray deliverance over him now. In the name, come off of him. Come out of him now. Come off his mind now. You spirits of, uh, of fleeing, the spirits of the vagabond, spirits of the vagabond that cause them to run and flee, spirits of violence and anger and murder and mayhem, come on out of them in Jesus' name. I command you to come out now in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is against you. Jimmy, come on, come on, come on up here and pray. Come on up and pray here. This cigarette spirit, this, this, this drug spirit, this, this poverty spirit, this lack in the name of Jesus. Father, the spirit that drives them into darkness and spirits of torment. We bind these tormenting devils and come on out of here. Come out. Torment. Get out of here. Get out of here in the name of Jesus. Mind control, witchcraft control, sorcery, all your demons in the name of Jesus. We command you to go. We're not asking you, we command you. By the root, by the root, by the root. By the way, by the way, give me a paper towel back there or something over there. Tissue. Shaka Rika Garabo Kurova Garamanda Rabosho. Come on, breathe those things out. Don't cough those things out of there. In the name of Jesus. Confusion. Confusion in his thought process. Confusion in his thinking. Confusion. Be gone right now in the name of Jesus. I come against that spirit of poverty. Poverty mentality. Lack mentality. Mental illness. Schizophrenia. Manic depressive. Get out in the name of Jesus. Confusion in the mind. Double mindedness. A double minded soul is unstable in all his ways. We come against double mindedness. We come against schizophrenia. We come against manic depressive. We come against all you spirits. Unlink, uncoil, unwind. 
Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out in Jesus' name. Come out of his nose. Come out of his eyes. Come out of his tongue. Come off his appetite. I come against an appetite for alcohol. Appetite for drugs. Appetite in the name of Jesus. Come out of there. Beer, cerveza, whiskey, gin, vodka. All you spirits. Come out of there in the name of Jesus. Hangover, DT, Shoko, Rikada, Shoko, Rishike, Raman, break, 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 break. All of you go in the name of Jesus. Angels, go ahead and pluck them out. 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 In the name of Jesus, out of his stomach. Come out of the liver. Come out of his kidney. Come out of his kidney in the name of Jesus. You are all spirits, all in the kidney. Voices in the ears. I command to come out now. We blind all speaking voices in the name of Jesus. All speaking voices, we cut you off in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. All spirits that give some suggestion that he should sin against his, his sin against God. I command to go in the name of Jesus. All of you mind control spirits. Come off his mind. Come off his head. Come off. Now in the name of confusion, blurred vision, blurred speech. Go in the name of Jesus. Come off his eyes. Come off his eyes. Darkness, go. We command torment. Fear have torment. All fear spirits. Come <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Come on out. Come on. Come on. Manifest and go. Manifest and go. Come on out. Come on. Come on. Manifest go. Get out. Go right now. Get out. Lose your hold. Lose your hold. Get out. Get out. In the name of Jesus. By the root. Come on. By the root. Put the, put the, put the bucket there. Put the bucket there. Put the bucket there. Come on. Come on out of there. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. Come on out. Spirits, they be, you are evicted. 
you are bound with chains and fetters yes. in the blood of Jesus. You will not exact any more pain and punishment upon his life. In the name of Jesus, who the Son is set free, is free indeed. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That's the Holy Ghost in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. You need to do that a half hour, hour every day. Just pray, pray, pray. You don't know what to pray for. Pray, and God's going to continue to break things in your life. Yeah, so I got my guitar to play for God. Well, we're going to get you filled with the word first when you pray for God. Amen. All right? I want you here on Sunday, on Tuesday, whenever you can get here so I can teach you. Because the word, you see, the enemy comes because there's no place. Jesus has no place in you, no word in you. You got to get the word in you. Not in Sheila, word in you. You need the word. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. This was not planned, but God planned it. Hallelujah. <laughs> As we continue along, our merry word, Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, he says, Now lay not up for yourselves treasure upon the earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt. And where thieves do not break in through or steal. For where your treasure is, is where your heart also will be your heart also. What comes out of your mouth will locate where your treasure is. What you're speaking locates, says what your treasure is. Um, my wife and I, we've had our stuff in storage for three years. And guess what? Some of that stuff got rusted and corroded. Amen. Sitting up in storage for three years. Regardless of what we tried to do. Even though we wrapped it in plastic and stuff, it still got dirty. It still, you know, whatever. So lay up for treasures, which is spiritual things. You need spiritual things to keep the enemy out of your door. If you want to evict the devil, you got to keep him out. Amen. Amen? It's harder to get a, it's easier to keep a fly out than when to get in. Put the screen door up. If you, don't, if you, if you get the fly in, then you got to spend all night chasing it, trying to kill it. You're watching it. I'll wait till that land. I'll get him. <laughs> Oh, you're spraying, spraying, killing every plant in the house. <laughs> Trying to get the fly. But what happens, the foundation is in your heart. Out of your heart, your mouth speaks. Matthew 19, 7 says, they say to him, why did Moses command to give a writing of divorcement? 
and put her away. And he said to him, Moses, because of the hardness of your heart, Stiff, suffered you to put away your wives, but from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whosoever shall put away his wife except it be for fornication shall marry another, commit adultery. And whosoever marry her shall be put, put away, commit adultery. In other words, God said, your heart is hard, and that's why you got divorced. That's why you got separated. That's why you couldn't stay married, because you had to have the thing go your way. You have to be right. I say I'm right and you're wrong. So, but you're, uh, and I've ministered to couples. I've ministered to couples when it came from marriage counseling and the marriage on the rocks and, and, and the husband is sitting there and the wife's sitting there. And I say, uh, and, uh, and I say, you want to reconcile? She said, no. I don't want to. Been married eight years. I don't want to. She hardened her heart so hard. She said, I don't care. I'm just not going to do it. I, I, I'm just not, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I said, there's nothing else I can say. You harden your heart. Nothing else God can do. When you harden your heart, it opens up the door for the spirit of pride to come in. And Jesus was rebuking his disciples because hardness of heart causes spiritual blindness and unbelief. And now you can't, now you try to understand why your loved ones, you say that they, they don't have want to be saved because they don't believe. Mark 16, 14, uh, Jesus had to come to the disciples. He had been crucified and they were sitting in the room and Jesus walked through the wall. And in Mark 16, 14, afterward, he appeared to the 11 as they sat at meat. He upbraided them because of their unbelief and hardness of heart because they believe not them which had seen him after he was risen. They became hard and hard because if I don't see it, I don't believe it. Yeah. You're too extreme. It don't take all of that to do what you're doing. It don't mean all that. You, look, the world can say I can smoke dopes and the world says I can have marijuana and the world says no, no, no. You got to get extreme in this hour because Jesus, here's the prophetic word. God said, Jesus said, I'm coming quickly, but my church is not ready. Amen. He said, many are not ready. Many will not make it. A lot of your loved ones are not going to make it. Trying to fake it. It ain't going to happen. The foundation, deliverance, is the foundation of your apostolic life. 1 Corinthians 3 verse 10 says, According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation... And another build thereon, but let every man take heed how he build it thereupon. My job is to lay a spiritual foundation in the lives of God's people. Lay a foundation of deliverance and of healing, of getting the word in you, of getting you to understand the word, getting you to understand how to control your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. I have to deal with all the foundation. When you deal with a foundation, a lot of people don't, don't be there for the pouring of the foundation. When you buy a house, nobody looks at the foundation. They all want to see how pretty the house is. Yeah. But, I, but me, I look at the foundation. Is it cracks in it? Did the cement set right? Yeah. Uh, rebar in there? Is, is it down deep enough? Did you put a, 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 weep, a, a, a weeping towel underneath it, man, to catch the water? If the water if it floods or something like that? All that stuff, I'd be looking at the foundation, see? You, the foundation tells you how high you're going to go spiritually. So if there's no foundation in the person's life, then the enemy's going to come in. He said, now, even if you get a foundation, you got to be careful what you build on. Mm -hmm. 
Amen. You got to be careful because not everybody is to stay with me. Amen. People leave and come and go because that's what the nature of the beast is. The nature, I teach and release you and teach and release you. You go and what you build on top of that is up to you. But it better be scripture unless you'll be back here for deliverance. Amen. Because <laughs> you build on the wrong foundation. He said, for no other foundation can no man lay that is laid, that is Jesus Christ. So nothing you do is going to work without Jesus. Nothing, nothing you do is working without Jesus. Your marriage can't work without Jesus. Your life as a single can't work without Jesus. You can't even work good on your job without Jesus. In fact, you can't even go to Walmart without Jesus. Amen. Verse 12 says, now if any man build upon this foundation... Gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble, it'll be destroyed. It's got to be the word. You got to build on the word. The word will keep you all the days of your life. One word from Jesus will keep you all the days of your life. I received one word from Jesus Christ the day after I got saved. I sat at my desk. I was in my cubicle, and the cubicle opened up like a big TV screen, and I saw heaven. And Jesus spoke and he said, I want you to see that it's here. Now do a good job. And that's all he's ever said to me since then. Well, not since then, but it kept me many years. And it was a call. It was a command. It was, my spirit knew that I was called to be an apostle or a prophet. It was just, it's something woke up in me and said, oh, okay, God, I got you. I'm on my assignment now. I didn't even have that much word in me when I got saved. But I knew God what God was talking about. Because he knew me from the foundation of the world. And it was in me. Yeah. All he did was activate that which was in me. Yeah. If the building materials are wrong, the structure will not pass code. Mm -hmm. We built the church across the street. Had to have inspectors come in at each step of the process. Your studs got to be two feet. Uh, uh, we built the stage, and the guy came in and said, your stage is a half inch too high. Mm -hmm. You got to tear it down. And redo I had to tear it down and redo it. For a half an inch off, <coughs> they inspect the electrical the trip, before you put the wiring in. The, the pipes have to be right, the electrical, the air conditioner, every step of the way. So in your spiritual walk, everything is inspected by Jesus. Study to show yourself approved. or workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The Holy Spirit is standing over your shoulder while you're meditating and reading in your Bible study. He's watching you to see what you've learned. And then he's watching what you read. And then what you read, he, he causes a manifest on your job. You'll be reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Love is kind. Love doesn't suffer. And then he makes the most unlovable person come stand next to you to see if you really got the scripture down. <laughs> Yes, he will. He's in the most mean, ugliest person in the world. Put him right next to you. Verse 13. He said, the work of each one will become plainly, openly known, shown for what it is. For the day of Christ will disclose and, de and declare it. So a lot of people say, I shall be glad when Jesus comes. No, you don't. When he show up. If you ain't built with those building code violations. Okay. Mm -hmm. Condemned. Because it will be revealed with fire. The fire of his presence. And the fire will test and critically appraise the character and the work of each and the work of each person has done. The word of God will try your see whether you're telling the truth or not. Whether your repentance is real or not. 
He's going he gonna to try your hearts. Amen. If the work which any person has built on this foundation, any product of your efforts, this is the, this is the bad thing. Whatever survives, he will get his reward. So I don't care if you're in a marriage and you ain't half saved, you ain't been serving God. Don't expect things to go well with you all the time. When trouble comes, you're going to lose some stuff. You're going to have to start all over, go back, you know, to the remedial reading class. Amen. Remedial. God's going to make sure that you're going to learn his word. If you got to go around the mountain five more times, he's going to say, go on back around the mountain. Come back and see me again. Amen. Go on, do it again. Trust me. You ain't going to the next step until you do this step. Well, you say it's built upon precept upon precept and line upon line. Here, there, little there. I'm trying, you're trying to take five steps. God said one step at a time. This ain't Captain May I. <laughs> Captain May I take ten steps? No, you got to do one step at a time. <laughs> but if any person's work is burned up under the test, he will suffer loss of it all, losing his reward. Though he himself will be saved, but only as one who has passed through the fire. I showed the video about the, the vision of, the, of heaven that there's going to be a bunch of people in, in chicken coops like warehouse builders. They're in heaven. They made it there, but it ain't going to be no fun. It ain't going to be no luxurious place. It, just, you're going to be like a, in a big chicken coop with the rest of the chickens. Amen. I want my reward. Amen. I don't want to be with no chicken coop. Amen. In, in the natural, they got the projects. In the heaven, they got projects too. Amen. You want to have a project mentality? He'll put you up there in project mentality. All Everything you work for has been burned up in the fire. Amen. Everything that we do. Uh, what did we say? God said, sow seed to, to the poor. Give to the poor. Bless the pastor. Take care of the pastor. Give to missions. Soul winning. When you do those four things, every time you do it, it puts money in your account in heaven for building materials that is building your spiritual house in heaven. It's building your house in heaven. So the things that we do is not a works mentality, but the things that you do when you give to the pastor and bless the pastor and bless the wife and, and sow to missions and, and give your tithe into the church and, and, and evangelize and tell people about Christ. All of that is currency in heaven that calls it. See, you can't build a house when you do something, then the angels deliver lumber, they deliver your windows, they deliver your doors, they deliver whatever for at your construction site. So when you get to heaven, you expect to see your mansion finished. So if you ain't doing nothing, you might come to heaven and you're going to see the foundation, but ain't nothing built on it. Because you stop doing and learning as you should. Let me go on. So you have to prepare, here's the prophetic word, prepare your heart and mine for the trials that are to come. Prepare your heart and your mind for trials that are to come. This pandemic is nothing compared to what's getting ready to happen. Oh, amen. <laughs> oh, amen. It's going to be a mind. Your mind has to be set. David said, I set my heart on the courts of the Lord. I fix my mind on kingdom. I don't care what happens on the right, what happens on the left, what's happening behind me, what my children do, what my husband do, what my aunt do, what everything. My mind is fixed on Christ. I don't care what. If they don't make it in, too bad. I'm going in. Amen. I will stay in the boat and throw them a life preserver, but I'm not getting out of the boat because they don't want to serve God. I'm sorry. Amen. 
Love you, see you, don't want to be you. Amen? First Corinthians 14 and 8. He said, if the fourth the trumpet gives us uncertain sound, who will prepare himself to the battle? What are you going to do when they say, we want to make, give you a shot? You got to take this shot. You got to take this. Will you say, my eyes are on Jesus, I ain't taking nothing, go ahead and cut my head off, do what you got to do. Is your heart really that fixed on Christ? Will you really lay down your life for Jesus Christ? Will you really say, I'm on the Lord's side? Now, if you got some cracks and stuff in your foundation, you need to go back and fill them back in. Because I want to be able to stand in the day of testing, in the day of trial. Even rats know when a ship is sinking. America, the Democrats and bankers and politicians, some of them say, if Trump wins, we're going to leave the country. No, you won't leave the country because he's about to arrest you. That's why you want to leave. You want to get out of the country now because you done upset the whole political. Listen, do you understand he is upset the whole political process, the whole politics. He's upset the Democrat process and the Republican process. They had their good old boys club going. They were good. They were stealing from us from years. We are slaves. You got a slave number. Your social security number is your slave number. They sell your number on the market. Amen. They say, oh, you're born in this year. Uh, you're going to make X amount of dollars for next 50 years, 60 years. I will sell this bond to you because they're a slave and they're going to make this amount of money for you. Amen. And we're going to sell them and we're going to make them pay taxes and all that kind of crazy stuff. Listen, this is a mess. He's upset the whole apple. I love it because he's upset. They mad at him. Everybody mad at him. But he's a battle axe. What you, what you do? God has protected him and kept him stupid. I don't know if he's stupid, but just, just doing what... <laughs> sometimes he... Sometimes God's got to do that. Just keep it. They just don't know no better. He's a good guy, but he don't know no better. He's just going to talk because he don't know no better. <laughs> David had to play crazy one time. The king said, uh, David started slobbing at his mouth and scratching at the door and doing all kind of, you got to do something, you know, sometimes you got to play crazy. That's the only thing protecting him. Some of the stuff, of everything I open my mouth and say, and somebody was trying to catch me at the words coming out of my mouth, I'd have a fit. I mean, everything he say and do is just, it's wrong. Even rats know when a ship is sinking, so they get off. Plague in your life or sickness in your life or demons in your life are caused by abuse, idolatry, discouragement, and depression. Luke 12, 45. But, and if that servant said in his heart, he's talking about the servants, my Lord delayeth his coming. A lot of people say, well, Jesus ain't coming. You've been telling us Jesus has been coming for a long time. Listen. And shall begin to beat the maid ser men servants and maidens and to eat and drink and be drunken. What did the, the, the coronavirus came? Everybody stuck at home. What are they doing? Beating the kids, beating their wife, getting drunk, getting high. Well, I can't got no job. I don't have. It's amazing how we can get alcohol and, and drugs and you ain't got no job. Yeah. That's right. uh, where the money coming from if it ain't no. No, if you ain't got no income coming in, but yet the devil's going to supply you with, with the stuff. He brings the party favors, amen? He'll bring the liquor. He'll, he'll, he'll bring people to bring the liquor to your house. I remember after I got delivered, I got delivered and God instantly delivered me from alcohol, instantly delivered me from cigarettes. The devil tried to bring, bring alcohol to my house by friends. 
My family came over. And we had, they had Thanksgiving in my house. I said, y'all can't smoke, smoke in my house. You can't smoke, you can't drink in my house. You're going to drink, go outside in the car. It was 10 degrees outside. <laughs> I said, you go in your car and drink. You go in your car, you, you, we don't, I don't do that no more. They knew it was a change because I was the party one. I was the one who always brought the, the marijuana. I always brought the liquor. I brought the liquor. He was a party. Wait till Albert get here. He's going to party, party, party. I was the DJ. Spending all the records and stuff. God saved me real good. Amen. Amen. I went, my, after the day after I got saved, I went to my mama's house. He said, you changed. My face was all red and glowing. Amen. The glory of the Lord all, all on me. Listen, when you have a heart change, God will change your heart. When you're really serious about God, he will change you. You let him change you. The Lord of that servant will come in one day when he looked not for him at an hour when he's not aware and will cut him asunder and appoint to him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant which knew his Lord's will and prepared not himself, prepared not himself, prepared not himself, prepared not didn't read, didn't study, didn't pray. Just say, I'm saved now, so I'm waiting to go to heaven. No, you will stay where you are on the bus stop. The bus ain't coming. Because you didn't put anything in the room. The Bible says when a demon goes out of a man, he goes into dry places. And he says... I will go back to my house from which I came. And he comes back to the man and, he's, and, and, and he says the house is swept and clean. In other words, the man got delivered from demons and spirits and the demon came back and said, hey, ain't nobody in here. I, and he said, I'm going to go get seven other spirits now and we're going to move into this man and the red state will be worse than it ever was before. That's right. So I exhort you, my brother, don't go back to the alcohol. There's a demon waiting on you. Don't, don't go back to the beer. There's a demon waiting on you. Don't go back to friends that you used to drink with because there's a demon waiting on you. Right. Leave those friends, cut them off, get away, run, flee for your soul because your soul will burn in hell. This, this is not about your flesh now. It's about a soul thing. It's about your relationship with Christ. Either you will receive him or you will wind up being, your portion will be with the unbelievers and that servant which knew the Lord's will. And prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. And y'all say, well, that's just the scripture. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not just the scripture. God showed me. He took me to the meeting with pastors in heaven. Jesus was standing. The Holy Spirit was standing and Jesus was standing there. And he was, he was judging each pastor. And one pastor, he said, I don't even know you. Angels take him and put him in hell. The other pastor, he said, you were, you, you were treating people wrong. You were abusing people. You were abusing the offerings and stuff like that. He said, angels beat him. And they took off whips and started whipping him. Wow. I mean, he, Jesus whipped him. Wow. Five or six whacks. Whack, whack. He said, I love you enough to beat you. And he said, now, now enter into my joy. But you got to get a whooping before you get in there. It's just like a game. You got to beat you to get out. <laughs> <laughs> At least you get into heaven, amen? You take a few weeks to get in. I'll take the few licks, amen, just so I can get in. <laughs> Your family says you're too extreme. 
Why are you so extreme? Why you got to pray in the first watch and third watch and second watch? What are you, you, we don't understand what you're doing. Well, why don't you join me and then you understand? Why don't you receive him as Lord and Savior? So I bind that spirit that's been infiltrated in the family, the spirits that have turned their back on God and once knew God, the spirits that know that you're serving the living God, but yet they mock and scoff at what you're doing. We bind it and I, I send angels out this morning to arrest your family members, to arrest them and bring them back to the house of God. We send out angels right now the hounds of heaven sniff you out hunt you down and bring you back in Jesus name Matthew 10 34 think not that I have come to send peace on the earth I came not to send peace but a sword for I'm come to set a man at variance against his father against his wife against her mother against the daughter daughter in law against mother in law and a man's foes shall be of his own household so don't be whining at you. Oh, I'm sick of my family. They just. Uh. Jesus said this is what it's all about. Yes. You the light, they the darkness, and they don't want to come in. Yes. And so you're going to have a fight. So you got to make up your mind. I'm going to church. I'm going to college. You go to church or not. Amen. You ain't going to stop me from serving God. Right. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to go to church. Amen. You get mad if you want to. If you want to leave, go. But I'll stay with Jesus. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not leaving Jesus for you. I love you, but not that much. Verse 37. He that loveth his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loveth his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. You got to pick up your own cross, read your own Bible, say your own scriptures, learn your own prayers, and, and, and speak for yourself. Amen. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. You got to learn. This is the whole thing about this thing is you got to die to self. That's what the foundation is. The foundation before you can build anything spiritually, apostolically, prophetically is die to self. Kill yourself. Paul said, I choke myself daily. I'm sick of me. Get in the mirror and say, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. That's what I had to do. I'm tired of you. I always want to drink. I always want to smoke. Do what you got to do. Y'all laughing, but what was that? uh, Kenneth Copeland, or or, uh, I believe it was Kenneth Copeland, uh, when he was talking about getting free and getting free, uh, or or either him or Bill Vincent, say he would stand on one foot on the bathtub and tell his flesh, "You gonna, you gonna get, you gonna get it right. I'm gonna be healed or whatever. You're gonna have to let me go. You gotta crucify this flesh because you you're dealing with this this person in the mirror. That's your soul, man. You're looking at. You gotta subdue him, and I got a teaching on that." He that receiveth you, here it is, receiveth me. He that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. So if your loved ones don't receive you, they ain't receiving Jesus. So don't don't get twisted, don't get all upset because they reject you. They ain't rejecting you, they're rejecting Jesus. They're not rejecting us, they're rejecting the Jesus in you. That's who they're rejecting, the Jesus in you. The light hurts their eyes. The glory hurts their eyes. The presence makes them feel uncomfortable. Uh, They want to lead. They want to jump up and run and get out. The devil will make you want to run. He'll make you want to leave God. Endurance, fixed mind and heart. You got to fix your mind, fix your heart. Jesus said, I'm coming quickly and my people are not prepared. Jesus. 
Here's the prophetic warning. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 12 and 13. He said, In thee they have taken gifts to shed blood. Thou hast taken usury, 25%, 29% interest rates, and increase. You, you overdraft your car. We're going to charge you $29 if you over, have an overdraft. Convenience fee. Yeah. I say, why well, you yeah, a convenience yeah. fee? Because it's convenient for us to take your money. Yeah. It's a convenience yeah. fee. <laughs> That's what I did. I just changed over the, the, the security system and the phone. And so, what is a $99 uh, activation fee? <laughs> so, I already activated. Yeah, but we got to charge you because you're a new customer. Or a $50 convenience. This is a $50 convenience fee. Convenience, you called me on the phone and told me what to do, and I pushed in the numbers, and now the system is set. But that's a $50 charge. He said, you have greedily gained thy neighbors by extortion and has forgotten me, said the Lord. So, America, you got all these riches and gold and stuff. Behold, therefore I have smitten my hand at your dishonest gain that you have made and at the blood which has been in the midst of thee. Verse 14. This, this is the one. Can thine heart endure or can your hands be strong in the day that I will deal with thee? Oh, don't be crying now that he's whooping you. There's another scripture that talks about that. Why y'all crying? You don't want to sin. Why you crying? Because you got caught. Take it like a man. <laughs> you wanted, you was grown, you told everybody, I'm three times seven and more. Ah. Well, <laughs> well, <coughs> hallelujah. He said, can your heart be strong in the days I will deal with thee? I, the Lord, have spoken and I'll do it. I will scatter you from among the heathen and disperse you in the countries and will consume thy filthiness out of thee. Ooh. I'd rather take the bath myself than yeah. let Jesus come in and wash me. <laughs> or, <Yeah. laughs> Just let me clean myself up, Jesus. I, I'll clean the best as I can. But uh, he, said, I, he said, I will scatter you and disperse you and will consume thy filthiness out of thee. And thou shalt take, and thou shalt take thy inheritance in thyself in the sight of the heathen. Thou shalt know that I am the Lord thy God. God said, you're going to know. You're going to know when I deal with you. You're going to know when judgment comes. Matthew, Malachi 3 says, who will abide in the day of his coming? Who will stand when he appears? Don't be talking about, I'll be glad when he comes. No, it ain't going to be all that kind of fun, baby. I, I guess like, for he was like a refiner's fire and like a fuller's soap. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver and shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold and silver and they that they may offer unto the Lord an offering of righteousness. In other words, if you ever sit down and refine silver or gold, there's a big little pot. I used to do a I, was, I used to be in, in supervisor in production line and electronics, and there, there were a silver pot and there were big bars of, 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 of solder. They would put it in the pot, and the pot would melt that solder down. And then the dross or the, the flakes of ash, you have to scrape it off every once in a while, you know, and then dip the wire down in there and get the solder on the wire. But the dross, God said, the fire is hot. 
And you scrape it and you beat it. He said, God said, when the refiner fires, I'm going to beat gold. Amen. When you beat gold, uh, you do steel and they heat it up and they take a sledgehammer and bam it and beak it and beak it up. That's what God said, I'm going to do to you. I'm just going to heat you up and just pound on you to get you refined. Uh, to, 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 then, when I get through with you, then you're going to be giving me a righteous praise. He said, I'm going to put a new spirit in you. I'm going to put a new heart in you. I'm going to refine you. You don't have to do anything. Just let me do what I do best. Amen. I'll give you some Novocaine so it won't hurt so bad. Amen. A, a, a spine block, a spinal tap or something, you know, to block the pain. He said, but when I get done, you're going to give up a praise of righteousness. Amen. He said, then the offering of Judah or praise and Jerusalem peace shall be pleasant unto the Lord as in the days of old as in the former years. He said, then, if you really read Malachi 3, uh, uh, then he said, once I do this, then I'll deal with the witches and the warlocks. Then I'll, I'll deal with those that are, 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 are wicked. Amen. And uh, he said, you can't offer up an offering of righteousness until I judge you and purge you and cleanse you and deliver you. So the deliverance, eviction notice has been delivered to the devil. Yes. He has no place in your life. You don't have to negotiate with him. You don't have to read the small print. It says you evicted. Amen. Amen. Uh, and the devils and demons are like some of these people. I was watching the news uh, uh, the other day in Chicago. This young girl with a child sleeping in a car. She had rented out her apartment to this couple who refused to leave and refused to pay the rent. And her and her child were sleeping in the car. And so they finally, she finally got the news, CBS News or somebody, to go and investigate, and they started putting the people's names out there, and the people got embarrassed and moved out of her place. But she was sleeping in her own car. She, the devil didn't want to leave. And then when he left, he, he, he took the vanity, the Facebook, and light fixtures. No, I'm just, just mean, oh, just being mean. vicious. That's how the devil does. He, he has to restore everything that the enemy has stolen in your life. He has to give back and restore the stuff that he's like, he's like, you know, some people you can evict them and they'll just go peacefully. And then sometimes you got to call a SWAT team. Amen. They got to they gotta get tanks and trucks and, and, and tear gas and stuff. I ain't coming out. Come and get me. That's how the devil is. Come and get me, pastor. So we got to throw you on the floor and get the devil out of you. Amen. Yeah. Evict the devil out. The eviction notice has been written. Yes. You got to endure. Can you endure the test that's coming? Can you endure what, what's shaking? Can you endure the, even all the confusion? Who, who's telling the truth and who ain't telling the truth? Somewhere along the line, it's got to come to light. Because mm -hmm. all I see is prosperity and blessings about to hit the church in your life. I don't care how ugly the devil tries to act like he, he going to win this thing. He ain't winning nothing. He cheats. Amen. I used to play basketball. And we played against teams that cheated all the time. They'd foul you and, and all kind of stuff and, and cheat. And we still beat them. Ain't nothing like beating a cheater. Amen. Just beat him at his own game. You can cheat, but I can stand back and hit three-pointers all day. Amen. Put you under. Amen. You cheat. Endure, just like these two coaches last year got caught in baseball. They fired them because they were cheating, had stealing hand signals. That's how the devil does. He tried to steal your prayers and your hand signals to God. Amen. Yeah. Hebrews 12 1. Seeing, wherefore, seeing we have compassed about with a great crowd of witnesses. Everybody watching to see whether you're going to speak the word. I told you about the angels of the Lord. 
that are assigned to us and they wait for us to speak the word, then they go into action. About such a great crowd of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. He endured the cross. He despised the shame. Can you go through the test? Can you go through the trial without complaining and murmuring? I can't take this no more. I'm so tired of this love. Please deliver me. Come on, Jesus. You can do it, Jesus. You done lost five months of begging God. You could have been living your life. Amen. Just live life. Just enjoy every day. Amen. You can't change the situation. If it's too hard for you to change, let God change it. You enjoy your life. Amen. Go pop you some popcorn. Get you a Pepsi. In. Tell the Lord, thank you. Amen. <laughs> Do something good for yourself. Amen. Get you, a, get you some good smelling bubble bath. And just go take your bubble bath. Put your praise tapes on. Amen. Lock the door. I got to go. I gotta... No, I'm in here now. You're too late. <laughs> too late. Come back later. Amen. I'm going to take a nap. <clears throat> this testing and this deliverance in the eviction notice is like spiritual resilience. Resilience is the capability of a strained body to recover its size and shape after deformation caused especially by a compressive stress like having a baby. It ain't that easy. The picture I'm showing up there, start off and then go back down. But the body is put under stress. But compression, compression and, and, and straining, the body is straining, and your feet swell up, and your hips hurt, and your legs hurt, and your head hurt, and your nerves, and everything, little sound goes off, and you have these quirks and stuff. I want some peanut butter with chocolate ice cream or something. I don't crazy. Some pizza in the middle of the night. Go get me some pizza. And then you go get the pizza. I, I really didn't want no pizza. <laughs> What? It's five degrees outside. <laughs> Sitting to the store, he got that black. I didn't want that. I want something else. Strain, spiritual resilience. Come, you, you, your God is setting us from a, for a comeback from a setback. That resilience means the ability to recover or adjust easily to misfortune or change. We went through. I was watching y'all, watching us. Sit there and say, I'm so tired of sleeping on that couch. I'm so tired of sleeping in that person. They want me to leave. They made me come home. I can't go here. I can't go there. <laughs> He's always fighting and always accusing me of this and that and this and that. Lord, deliver me. Deliver me. Took two years, but God did it. Amen. <laughs> he brought you out. First Samuel 30 verse 10 says, David pursued me, uh, 400 men and two, I don't even know how much time I got left. I done ran on, I probably ran off my time. But I'm, I'm almost done. For 200 abode behind and, and so were so faint that they could not even go over to the book of Esau. They had, David had pursued him at Ziklag. He had adjusted to misfortune. They wanted to kill him. They wanted to destroy him. They wanted to, to uh, 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 break him. 
they took the family, they took the children, and, and were attacked to Ziklag. But as David was went to God, and God said, go pursue, you shall overtake him. And they found an Egyptian in the field. They brought him to David. They gave him bread. He did eat and made him drink water. And they gave him a piece of a fig cakes, two clusters of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him. Sometimes you go through so much, but God will come and refresh you. Sometimes you go through and then your spirit comes. Back. Minister passed it down of the week and said, I feel refreshed now. I finally came back to me. <laughs> I was all dried out, shriveled up, out there in the wilderness. Amen. And God said, I'll refresh you again. Amen. You come to the springs of deliverance. You come to the place where the deliverance has been decreed and the enemy has been bound. And they, and they, and they got the victory. God, we, see, I'm believing God's going to reveal where the stuff that was stolen was hid. Somebody's going to come and tell you. You're going to get back. In fact, I come in agreement. Everything that's stolen from yeah. you, you're going to get back in the name. Yes. Double, triple, yes. quadruple. Amen. It's going to be like a dream going by. I decree it over everyone in here. I decree that your husband is coming in, Rosie. He's going to get his life together. Your son's going to get their life together. I come against even everybody's family. Amen. Yeah. Your husband, your wife, your grandkids. I'm tired of this devil. Ain't you tired of the devil? I'm about tired of the devil. He's got an eviction notice. We released it this morning. We sent angelic sheriffs to these knuckleheads and arrest every one of them. Don't let them rest. Don't give them any peace at night. Don't let them sleep at night. Lord, if you got to show them hell, show them hell. If you got to, whatever you got to do to get their attention, get their attention. We lose the angels. We come in agreement with heaven this morning. We agree with the angels in heaven. Angels, we dispatch you to our children. We dispatch we dispatch you to our grandchildren. We dispatch you to our husbands. We dispatch you to our nieces and nephews. We dispatch you now. Go on and rest them. Don't give them any rest. Don't give them any peace. Don't let stir them up. Shake them up. Turn them around. Make them come back to the living God. Lord, you said if let your spirit draw them, they cannot come. Holy Spirit, draw them now. Draw them with cords of love and kindness. Draw them into the kingdom of God. We bind the enemy that is blinding their minds and blinding their ears and stopping up their ears to receive the word of God. We bind the enemy in our family. We break the power of those roaches and rats in our foundation spiritually. And we drive them out in the name of Jesus. Lord, spray some Holy Ghost rain in our house in the name of Jesus. And evict every demon. Evict every spirit. You devils got to go. Get off our property line. Get off our furniture. Get out of our refrigerator. Get out of our house in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. You scoffing spirits and scorning spirits and put down spirits and rejecting spirits. Get out in Jesus' name. We speak life to our family and we declare that me and my household shall be saved. Come on, give the Lord a hand break this morning. I'm done. Amen. Tell the rats to get out of here. Sick of the devil. Sometimes you just got him in the head. <laughs> just step on his feet. Step on his face. Get tired of it. Something just rolls up. I just don't like that. God trying to show, you to show kindness and then they're going to laugh and scoff at you. Oh, you too extreme. Devil is a liar. You ain't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah. David told Michelle, you, you, you ain't seen nothing yet. She got cursed because messing around with me. Don't be messing with me. You get cursed when I'm praising my God and you don't appreciate what I'm doing for you. You don't even know that you're going to hell. Yeah, right. Jesus. Come on, Lord. Come on, Lord. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah.
Oh, okay. Well, praise the Lord. Well, Chef Dana has dessert for everybody today. So you get to eat dessert before you eat your dinner. Amen. <laughs> so I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. My brother, stop running. Turn yourself in. Get it straight. That's the first thing you do. Don't worry about it. Just get it straight. If you really want to serve God, you, you don't leave anything behind. You don't let that in me. Just turn yourself in. If they're looking for you, say, okay, yeah, he is. Yes, if they want to put you somewhere and say, you, well, we need to get you some help, you just go. Just do it. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, Amen. you'll never be the same again. God will turn everything around. Jesus. Everything around. Amen. Amen. We men say stuff, mm -hmm. but women look at what we do. Amen. Okay? So we got we to gotta do it with our actions, not with our mouth. Okay? So let me touch and agree with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we touch and agree for favor, even with the police, even with the, the, the authorities, even whatever was going on in his life, Father. We thank you that this turnaround will come in his life. This is his day of turnaround. This is his day of release. Let him begin to show the fruits of it. Father, let him begin to commit his heart to the house of the Lord.